This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Charles Barkley's CNN premiere, the nipple brawl, Snapchat scam, and Georgia voting machine trial. This is the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I am Brad Binkley. The AI-generated image on the screen behind me. I'll step aside momentarily so those watching can see it. That is what Midjourney created when I told it to imagine Charles Barkley giving Gail King the Heimlich Maneuver on CNN Live which apparently the Heimlich Maneuver, according to Midjourney, involves forcefully shoving your tongue down someone's throat while grabbing their left breast. That's what the image depicts. Who am I to question the AI? Top story. A new CNN primetime limited series is on the horizon, one that I am definitely interested in seeing how it plays out. It's launching Wednesday night, November 29th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Set your clocks. That show is called King Charles, and it is hosted by Gail King and none other than Charles Barkley, the former NBA player, who is a popular TV personality because he is known for saying things that are inappropriate that sometimes get him in trouble. CNN's press release, that's why I'm interested in seeing what happens here. The press release talking about the show says that, or describes the show as an hourly talk show featuring the dynamic Gail King and Charles Barkley engaging each other, their guest, and their audience in freewheeling and authentic conversations centered around the week's most interesting stories, moments, and cultural themes. I'm going to call BS on that entire press release there, that description anyway, because the last thing, a freewheeling, authentic conversation with Charles Barkley is the last thing that CNN wants or would allow on their network. What they want is a conversation with Barkley that gives the illusion of being freewheeling and authentic. That's actually a controlled and scripted conversation. That is what they want. So, A truly freewheeling Barkley, who's known for making fun of fat women on TNT while analyzing basketball games. He's known for that. He would never be trusted by CNN to conduct an interview on their network with somebody like, I don't know, Stacey Abrams. So they're going to have to control him. Not only on their network, they're also going to have to control the back-and-forth antics that him and Shaquille O'Neal get into and what he says on Inside the NBA. He will not be free to just go back over to that show and start joking around about things that he's not allowed to say on CNN. That will also get him fired. I do that in air quotes. He probably doesn't care or probably doesn't need the money. But that will get that show canceled as well. This is why I want to see what happens here because the only way that this new show is not canceled immediately is if Barkley agrees to censor his entire personality 
and be CNN's puppet on both shows. Right? He, to stop doing the stuff that makes him popular on the show he's already on and then just be a boring CNN propagandist on his new show. That's what he would have to do for this show not to be canceled immediately. And, and I'm interested to see w which way he, he goes with it. You know, it, it would also defeat the whole purpose of why CNN is even bringing Charles Barkley over to their network and giving him a show. The reason they're doing it is because of how popular Barkley is, uh, and not just Barkley, but him and the dynamic with Shaquille O'Neal on inside the NBA. And the host, the host, his name slips my mind right now, but they have good chemistry. They're very funny. It's a genuinely funny show. And the reason they're funny is because Shaq and mostly Charles say inappropriate, funny things. Right? He's just not a – anybody can come on that used to play basketball and analyze basketball, but it'd be boring. And they've actually brought people on that were great basketball players that just put you to sleep. Charles Barkley adds color and entertainment. He analyzes, and he keeps you interested. But they want, they'll have to take that away from him for their show to be successful. And if they did that, because they're hoping to win that audience over from inside the NBA, he'd, he'd be no longer doing the very things that makes inside the NBA popular, being offensive. So they would be like, oh, Barkley's so boring over here, and now he's also less boring on the show we like. So we're going to stop watching both shows or never really start watching the other one, it's not going to work. Even in their best-case scenario, it's not going to work. In fact, Gail King is already, according to Radar, now, I can't verify these claims, but they're plausible. Maybe it's made up. The propaganda purpose of making this up, I'm not sure this is a left-wing outlet, but I'm sure there is one that I haven't thought of. But apparently, according to them, she is already telling people privately of course, the anonymous private person came and spilled to radar. Like I said, take this with a grain of salt, but does fit, and even if it's not true, if Barkley catches wind of the possibility that it might be, then that could cause some problems. She's apparently telling people close to her that she expects Barkley to keep his mouth shut about what goes on behind the scenes on CNN when he appears on his other show. There's zero chance that Shaquille O'Neal is not going to rib Charles Barkley about his CNN stuff. So is Barkley going to like shut him down and make it awkward, or is he going to engage in it? Gail King expects him to shut his frickin' mouth and be a CNN puppet, allegedly. I guess we will find out. He is good at what he does because he doesn't just analyze basketball, as I said. He, he does it in a way that makes you— Like, I, I watch Inside the NBA— just to see what Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal are going to get into. I don't even watch the game they're analyzing. And there's a basketball game on PlayStation that doesn't include Barkley, probably because he didn't want to sign off the rights to it or whatever. It just has Shaq and the other guy. It's just so uninteresting. It's so boring when Barkley's not there. And it's just going to be interesting to me. I mean, that show is one. It's the most popular basketball analysis show has been for years it's won like 17 emmys emmys because of this dynamic and with his new show we're gonna find out if all of that good work he's done if he cares more about that or if he cares more about being a propagandistic 
puppet primetime host at CNN. That's what I'm interested to see happens. I'm just, I, I might do a live stream of the show just to, just to see how it plays out. Maybe a Mystery Science 3000 thing. It's at 10 p.m. again on Wednesday. There's just no circumstance where this works out for CNN. If he's, pu- if he's a puppet, then like I said, it's not going to bring any of that audience over. It's just going to make his former audience lose respect for him. Maybe he'll get a big paycheck out of it for one or two episodes along the way. All right, here's the trailer of it, just to show you what they're claiming it's going to be. Share that for a second here. A little stream yard. All right, there's all there's all Charles. Hey, look, I like Charles. I don't like his vaccine position for sure, but I like Charles outside of that. He doesn't always say things that the powers that be would expect him to say, but now we'll see if he falls in line. Here's the trailer. Two broadcast titans are coming to CNN. What's going on, America? To get real. What do you all think? We're tired of the BS. On the stories that matter most to you. This will be a place that you can have conversation. And they're not holding anything back. Anybody who wants everybody to agree with them is an idiot anyway. Gail King, Charles Barkley. This is our... He just called his, uh, the new network an idiot because they... Unfiltered take on the biggest stories of the day. King Charles, new every Wednesday, starting November 29th at 10. And streaming on Max as well. So they got Max involved with that. And they got, I wonder what these colors are for here with the purple. It's interesting. It's like an NBA basketball color. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Anyway, unfiltered, not going to happen. Let's cut the BS. Anybody who dis- who can't... You know, everything in that trailer is a lie. What are they going to have? Charles Barkley sitting there talking to Gail King about Israel and Palestine. They say the issues that matter, and these are the issues that the media puts in people's heads and makes matter to them, which would mean he would have to interview guests that are experts on the subject. Can you imagine Charles Barkley interviewing, like, the head of, Israel's military or BB Netanyahu, or like I said, he's known for making fun of fat women, a Stacey Abrams, uh, ugly that he might perceive to be ugly, Israeli soldier, female. So I, I don't know. It's just it's just set up to fail. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be the most successful show that CNN ever has. Maybe people will even forget how good at basketball that Barkley was. Because they'll just know him in the future as being the man who turned it around for CNN. I wish him all the luck, but I hope it does not hurt his authenticity on his other show. Because CNN will not allow that kind of authenticity. All right. This is a quick recap on a story I talked about a while ago. So Google, I covered this months ago, maybe even a year ago. Uh, they're about to start deactivating old Gmail accounts starting on December 1st. And when it gets deleted, all your data and everything else connected to it also gets deleted. And the accounts that are deemed by them to be, to be inactive are ones that have not been used within a two-year period. I can show you some of the uh explanations they give on the they say they're doing it because those accounts are the most likely the ones that haven't been used for a couple of years to not have two-factor authenticity which makes them most vulnerable to being hacked that's what they say anyway but 
Yeah, that gives you the definitions of what inactive is. And you can change it. You can make a, an account active by just logging in. Of course, you might not remember a password. You'd have to figure that out. And they're going to send a notification before they delete it. And then they have some exceptions to the policy. And a Google account is considered active even if it has not been used within two year, a two-year period. If one or, the more, one or more of the following applies, these are the exceptions. Your Google account was used to make a purchase of a Google product, app, service, or subscription that is currently ongoing. Your account contains a gift card with monetary balance. Your account, your Google account owns a published application or game with ongoing active subscriptions. Your Google account manages an active minor account, and your Google account has been used to purchase a digital item like an ebook or movie, whatever. If your account's been inactive for two years, you've probably forgotten all of that stuff. I bring this up because I've had a lot of accounts, old accounts that I have not been able to get back into. And, you know, kind of related to that, losing my Facebook account, a lot of images and pictures that I, want, I wish I would have gotten off of that, wish I would have downloaded my data. If you have an old account, I would try and log in and just download all your data. That's what I recommend doing. If somebody in your family who's passed away or a friend who's passed away has a Google account or a Gmail account that you're familiar with, there might be a lot of images or, or things that you might want to save. I would maybe try and log in if you can and save some of that. I know from my, my dad's old email account, I found lots of good information about items around him and my mom's house that I did not know about that has helped me know what to do with those items afterwards. Just saying, might be a good idea to download your data before that happens. All right, moving on. Get rid of that. Get that out of there. Okay, it is the best story of the day for me. Kim Kardashian has released a new line of brawls with built-in nipples. Nipples that will show through your clothing, protrude through your clothing, as the article describes. A, a, a clothing protruding built-in nipple brawl is what Kim Kardashian is selling. In fact, has sold out her clothing line, which is called Skims, posted about this new nipply product on X the other day, saying, not your nipples... But no one needs to know that. That's an interesting, weird thing to say, right? Sounds like the kind of thing that someone who is a serial killer might say to his victim the moment they wake up from being unconscious and the moment they notice that their, their kidnapper killer has just done a little amateur surgery on them and then the killer looks at them and says, not your nipples, but no one needs to know that. Anyway, the built-in push-up nipple brawl, as I said, sold out online. It gets lots of attention. Some are calling the new product a boob job brawl. And the description of it on the site says, The perfect fullness, enhanced shape, and authentic augmentation with a built-in raised nipple detail for a perky brawless look that makes a bold statement. Its padding gives a natural, a sexy, natural-looking lift and support. It also provides, I would imagine, a painless tweaking experience for those who have over-enthusiastic boyfriends. 
When Kardashian announced the launch of the Perky product, she framed the faux nipple shock factor. That's a quote. Brawl. The faux nipple shock factor brawl as a solution to global warming. No matter how hot it is outside, she said, the brawl will make sure you look like you're cold. She gets away with making jokes like that. We make jokes like that. Greta Thunberg is gluing her face to the front of our car so we can't go anywhere. One reviewer of the product said, This brawl definitely attracts attention and gives that chilled look. I catch them staring at the high beams all the time, LOL. Isn't this a bit of a contradictory message we're sending to men right now in society? I mean, do we need to put them in any, any more situations that are, that are going to be bad for them? Don't we have enough TikTok videos of women acting like the men who glance at them in the gym are monsters for just looking over at them? And don't even get me started on the bum rush of women who have frantically filed what they say are decades-old sexual misconduct claims before that New York law suspending the time constraints on such claims like that, the one that was designed for Trump. like They suspended the law, the statutory limitations law, for a year for Trump, and now that law is about to be expired. And so now all these women are just filing all these claims that they say happened decades ago against celebrities. In a cultural environment where men could very well find themselves in civil court, and their reputation ruined for violating the glance rule and staring a little bit too long at a woman, do we really need brawls with built-in protruding nipples that makes them always look cold? I don't think we do. This sounds like entrapment to me. What percentage do you think increase will there be in dudes looking over at a woman's breast and then reflexively saying, must be cold in here, huh, babe? Guess it's a bit nipply out. I'm guessing a tenfold increase in those instances. You have to understand that these are involuntary reactions and verbal spewing that men do when they see nips protruding through a shirt like is on this image. I'll show you an image here in, in a second. It's just crazy. And no man is immune to this. The Pope's not immune to this. I don't care. Even gay men are not immune to this. A brawless chick with her nipples clearly visible through her shirt, could walk by a guy in a coma, and he'd briefly wake up as she walked by and mumble, looks like someone's cold, and then fall back into a state of no brain activity. That's just what happens when the nipples are present through the shirt. If these brawls are going to be a thing, then all the gawking at the fake nipples that happens and the ensuing comments from men must have legal immunity. That is what I propose. I'm serious. Look at this. I'm going to show you this. Little, it's like an outtake trailer of Kim Kardashian with her nipples out. I guess, I mean, in some of it, it's like she's going to have sex with this computer. And you'll see what I'm talking about. There it is right there. So you, you see it's from Skims. She isn't perfect, Kim Kardashian, but her boobs are in the ultimate nipple brawl. Hopefully this will work. So there you go. Scene one, take one. Let's see what it looks like. Three, two, one, action. Look at that nipple. And I'm not a son. All right, look at that. For those watching, that is impossible not to stare. Th those, those nipples are definitely protruding through the fabric of her sweater. And there's not a room in America or in the world that she could walk into where whatever was going on wouldn't stop and those nipples 
wouldn't become the focus of everyone's attention, even the dog's attention. It's ridiculous. Like, where do you even wear a bra like this? You don't leave the house in a bra like this and expect just not to be bothered. You don't, I mean, you don't do that. You leave knowing full well that every man, most women, most animals, most anything you, most trees, leaves anything you encounter are going to stare at your breast. You know that. This is not a bra you wear if you're hoping to be low key. And it's also not a bra you wear if you're hoping for a lot of eye contact, I think, because you're definitely not getting any eye contact and nobody's listening to anything you say with that bra on. This bra should be like the bra where no one will listen to a word you say or look you in the eye. Maybe it's a solution for someone who whose face is like jacked up, like like Two-Face from Batman or, or an awful breakout or something like that. Or you know, you know, The Batman, he's got half his face is normal. The other half is like completely burned off and it's like skull. So in that case, the nipple brawl, it actually could be very helpful to people. Like they can walk around all day knowing full well that no one will actually look at their grotesque face because all they'll be staring at are their protruding nipples. And, and that is a... a, a a humanitarian solution. I can't even stop looking at this. This is ridiculous. I'm sure those watching can't either. Here's the rest of this ad. You'll see what I'm talking about, about her kind of humping the computer. Scientist. I wouldn't know the words. And I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to pretend no oh, shit. And I don't know how to fix this. Should I do that over? And honestly, you guys would probably make fun of me if I tried. So she's now gotten up and leaning on the computer. Like she's about, like, like she's putting her breast on the computer. I mean, the computer might short out. And there's like a, what, what are these mannequins with no heads but perfect breasts in the background? This is ridiculous. Can you imagine if she were... A trial lawyer. I mean, she was a paralegal. She was studying for the bar exam. Can you imagine you're a jury and, and she's trying to make an argument defending a client or prosecuting a defendant? What do I do now? Are always shit. I said hot. Now she's ripping her shirt off. It's a tearaway shirt and they're blowing a leaf blower at her. I guess to make the fake nipples colder and her hair blow in the wind. Look at that poster. It's like a design of the product in the background, and it's got arrows pointing at the nipples. One, nipple one and nipple two. That's funny. Three, two, one, action. And I'm not oh, that's it. Okay. I can't. So, like, I even got mesmerized by that. But it's not her, though. For all we know, Kim Kardashian doesn't even have nipples. There could be frogs there where nipples are supposed to be. But this brawl is deceiving the company, her company. Skims describes itself as a solutions-oriented brand, a solutions-oriented brand creating the next generation of underwear, loungewear, and shapewear. We are setting new standards, they say, by providing solutions for everybody. And everybody means you too, fellas. In fact, Skims will be soon releasing a new undergarment for men only. The Boner Boxers, which are specifically designed boxer briefs with a built-in boner 
one that protrudes through even the thickest of clothing. So regardless of what pants you're wearing, you'll always look noticeably aroused. It's not your hard on, but no one has to know that. Ladies, you should also be on the lookout because the fake nipple bra isn't the only female product that Skims will be releasing this holiday season. They will soon be dropping their highly anticipated new line of French-cut camel toe panties with built-in fupas. Big ones. Men will be able to see your fupa from miles away. Next story. Where are we here? If you have sons or if you're a man... And you use Snapchat. Beware, because the Wall Street Journal is reporting an increase in younger men, a lot of them teenage, falling for a new Snapchat nude photo scam. Here's how the scam works. The scammer poses as a chick, a hot chick. Probably some picture of the AI picture they pulled off of the internet. Befriends some dude online. Shares some nude photos of some chick, maybe even AI-generated, sends them over to the dude without the dude asking for them, and then asks the dude to send nude photos of themselves as well, to reciprocate. Once the guy does, the scammer then demands money and threatens to share the dude's nude photos with his social media followers if he does not pay. The scammer actually, in one of these stories tells the target that they will ruin their life if they don't pay and the scammers did in fact share images of some of these men and dudes these younger kids too some of them teenagers like high school with their followers on social media it's a good rule of thumb guys i think older guys probably are a little more wise to this but not all of them okay but if a woman who's good looking befriend you on some social network, especially Snapchat, and then just randomly start sending you nude photos of her, that's a dude. That's a dude who's pretending to be a chick for the purpose of getting compromising information or images from you so that they can blackmail you and get money from you. There could be a hot chick on some platform and they could have zero followers and only be following three people and dudes will go, oh man, maybe this is a real chick who's really into me. It's not. If you ever send a nude photo to anyone, chick or dude, whoever, you should only do so after deciding that you are perfectly fine with your family, your friends, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your, your granddad, your aunt, everyone, your fifth grade teacher, Kim Jong-un, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, everyone on the planet seeing it. You're okay flashing the business to the entire planet. Then and only then are you immune from the blackmail that ensues. Don't send it, guys. It's a trick. And this trick is apparently on the rise with apps like Snapchat. It's kind of scam anyway because of their delete option where it just it disappears or seemingly disappears some of the interactions. That's why a lot of the people, the scammers, use that app. Three years ago, there were less than 10 reports of this type of financial extortion that went on. Last year, there was more than 10,000, and so far this year, there's already over 12,500. So it's on the rise. 
because the, the apps are getting more popular. You just you can't believe stuff like that on the internet. And I know that especially younger guys are going to be more vulnerable to stuff like that. It says in a survey of more than 6,000 teens and young adults in the U.S. in five countries conducted by Snapchat's parent company, 65% of respondents said they or their friends have been targeted in schemes where unknown attackers obtained explicit personal imagery or other private information, then threatened to release the material to friends and family. The majority of those approached were boys. 65%? So, so the whole platform is just to be extorted. Sign up for Snapchat, you'll be extorted. And this little nugget here that uh, everyone should know, the scammers typically try to get photos via Snapchat. That's what I said a moment ago because the, the disappearing messages leave less of a trail. And Snap recently created a new reporting category to expedite these cases. Under Snapchat's reporting menu for, quote, nudity and sexual content, the first option is, quote, they leaked or are threatening to leak my nudes. That's how often this happens on Snapchat. It happened so often that they had to create a little tab. Oh, did someone uh, get and are about to leak your nudes? Well, click here. That that means don't do it. And Snapchat is a weird app, man. It really is. So Snapchat, with its disappearing messages, it says if the company identifies content involving illegal behavior, it retains messages for an extended period of time to aid law enforcement. They buried that little sentence there towards the bottom of the article. So Snapchat doesn't disappear your messages. They don't disappear them. They keep them for law enforcement purposes. How long? I don't know. It's probably in the terms and services. But what we think is being deleted and disappeared is not actually being deleted and disappeared. Where are we at here? All right, I'm going to do one more I'm going to do one more story here, and then we're going to go to a DMB XR. This is just a quick word of the year story. 2023, I like to do these words that they focus on, not just at the end of the year, but Merriam-Webster, which they say they are the premier online dictionary. They do words of the day, words of the moment, trending words, and they're not afraid to be a little woke. If you know what I mean. All right, so word of the year for 2023 is a word that almost no public figure right now actually is, yet it's something that they all aspire to be, even if they have to do so artificially. That word is authentic. 2023, Merriam-Webster, word of the year. Authentic, something no one is anymore in the media politicians, on social media, and that's why they say it's drawn an increase in searches because people are trying to figure out what it actually means. I'll go on with the story here because they do explain it a little bit. According to the website, authentic is a term for something that people are thinking about, writing about, aspiring to, and judging more than ever before right now. They say that the term authentic saw a substantial increase in lookups this year, that was driven by stories and conversations about AI, celebrity culture, identity, and social media. And I love the context of identity here because it's just ironic telling people to be their authentic self by being someone they're clearly not. Which when you look at the gender identities, and the, the, it's just, that's not authentic. That's the opposite 
of authentic. It's just a con- convolution of it. Is that even a word? I, I, I don't know. They say that authentic has a number of meanings, including not false or imitation, a, syn- a synonym of real and actual, and also true to one's own personality, spirit, or character. Authentic is often connected to identity, whether national or personal. Words frequently modified by authentic include cuisine, as an authentic cuisine, and dish, but also self and voice. And we've heard all those. Authentic self, authentic voice. Find your authentic voice. Find it. And with the rise of artificial intelligence and its impact on deep fake videos, actors, contracts, academic honesty, and a vast number of other topics, the line between real and fake has become increasingly blurred. And they say, in conclusion, that authentic is what brands, and this is really the point here, that authentic is not authentic anymore. They say authentic is what brands, social media influencers, and, and celebrities aspire to be. Elon Musk said, made headlines recently by saying people should be more authentic on social media. Apps and platforms like Be Real make recording authentic experiences their main purpose. No matter how much artifice and calculation goes into the production of these videos, wherever people are supposedly being authentic on the internet, the money will follow. That's the line of thinking. And then ironically, with authentic content creators now recognized as the gold standard for building trust, and that's what this is all about, authenticity has become a performance. This goes back to the World Economic Forum and all of them talking about rebuilding trust in the institutions of society. And to do that, they have to present themselves in the most authentic way to the people they're trying to manipulate as possible. Fortunately for us, they're not very good at it. But that is what they aspire to do. It is difficult to fake authenticity. Like there's acting, but when it comes to a personal interaction, authenticity is difficult for people to fake. They might think they're faking it well, but those who pay attention will typically sense that something is a bit off for whatever reason. So that's where I'm going to wrap up the show for today. Actually, I'll give you one more word that they had. This word is riz. This is another word that they said stood out in 2023. R-I-Z-Z, riz, which apparently is an example of internet-driven slang which shot to the top of the look of lookups when it was added to the dictionary back in... Of course it's going to shoot to the top of the lookups when they add it to the dictionary. So they're, they're rigging the game here a little bit. As a noun, riz means romantic appeal or charm. As in, a bro who has riz as a verb, typically used with up, as in riz up that cutie. Riz up that cutie? Hey bro, riz up that cutie. Would any of you guys know what I meant if I said that to you? I'm going to start using that in public and see if anybody actually is using this word. Riz up that cutie. It means to charm or seduce. Such a rizzer. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. I am going to be doing an interview later tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Forrest Mommy about her experience running for office as a libertarian. Check it out. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's going to be on Twitter at my Twitter feed. At Freedom Act Radio, it's going to be on rumble.com slash propreport. It's going to be on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash bradbinkley, and also rockfin.com slash report. Check it out. Should be a lot of fun. Would love to get y'all's questions and comments. And what we're going to do in the DMBXR is I'm going to, I'm going to play 
De Niro, Robert De Niro apparently said he had a speech that was edited at some stupid ceremony tonight, and then he just went into bashing Trump. I'm going to play that for you because that broke just a little while ago. And also, what are we going to talk about? One other thing. Oh, also, we're going to go back to the files of the smoking gun and see a story about an unfortunate incident of packing heat. So if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Subscribe there today. It's how I support the show. It's how I support myself. If you want to help in another way, oh, I should say what you're going to get there. What you're going to get along with the DMB is, or the DMB XR is you get the subscriber-only content, and you also get this show ad-free. I take out all the ads for subscribers, put them together in your own private RSS feed on Patreon, then it goes in to whatever app you listen to, and it automatically loads ad-free whenever I upload the show to Patreon. If you want to help but you aren't in a position where you, you can subscribe, then go to wherever you listen to your app, your podcast, and leave a five-star review on that app and a comment that warms my heart. It helps me. It inspires me. keeps me motivated. Thank you for doing that. And check out my website, propagandafight.com. We'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.